what inspires the other person is actually the confidence that you have within you. If you are confident in yourself, then you will see that person is not going to play around. Confidence is attractive. Confidence is sexy. Okay? This is the Emirates Podcast, where we empower you to choose yourself because there's no other human being that's more important in this world than you. This might sound selfish, but it's not. If you believe that choosing yourself is selfish, then I want you to know that self first isn't selfish. And I will tell you why. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Emirates Podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Odiandala from Emirates.com, where we believe that self-love is way more than self-care and saying I love you to yourself. Now, today's podcast episode, I've been running away from it for so many years. I remember when I started my blog in 2018 at the end of 2018 of course um I was like do I talk about it I don't know if I want to talk about it because you know when you have self-doubt or you have um imposter syndrome I'm not going to talk about that I hope you know what imposter syndrome is if you do not know then I'm going to give you an example so back when I started my blog I wanted to talk about faith I wanted to um, inspire people to go for what they want because the thing that you need to start something is faith, all right? And why is that? It's because when you start something, you don't know the outcome of it. You don't know if you're going to fail or or exceed, you know? So you really need to have faith that everything's going to work out. And that was my point, right? So in those years, in, those, um, in that time, when I started my blog in the end of 2018 when I was trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to write about. I wanted to write about relationships, but I didn't do it because of imposter syndrome. I thought, hey, I'm only 22 here. What do I know about relationships? Um, however, I knew a lot. I knew a lot about relationships and that's why I focused on singleness because singleness, um, at that point, I I realized that singleness was a very important time in someone's life because what we do as human beings is that we focus more on what we can get from life. We don't really focus on what we can give, right? So if you focus on what you can give in life, you will not think about what you have to get from life. As in, I have to get a job, I have to get uh, my back, my bachelor, I have to get um, a car, I have to get a family, I have to get a boyfriend, a girlfriend. It's always about getting, right? But when you're in your singleness, what you focus on is actually what you can obtain um as like growth how you can grow and help others so how you can give back so singleness is very important it is as important as being married that's what I realized when I started my blog in 2018 and then I was 
thinking that um, since I would like to teach people what I learned when I read my um, human behavior books and relationship books, I would like to share the things that I agree with because, you know, we don't always agree with what other people are saying, but some people actually say stuff that I agree with, right? I can name a few, but I won't because I don't want this thing to be like, oh, she listened to this guy, so I'm not going to like listen to her or, um, you know, just biased, right? So I, I'm, many things comes from my own perspective. Um, I do take things from other people because if I find it useful, then them, right, I'm going to share it. I'm going to share a lot of things that I learned and guys, I'm only like 25 right now. I didn't live much, right? So I'm going to teach you what I learned from the things that I read, I saw, and experienced. So um, one thing about this also, about the thing about age, when you have imposter syndrome, like I used to have when I started blogging, you start to feel really small. You start to tell yourself that maybe I might, I, I just have to wait um, until I'm old enough to teach these things. And that's why when people talk about becoming life coaches and it's only old people that are life coaches or people in their 50s that are life coaches, for me, it doesn't make sense because, I mean, you can really get ahead in life if you just listen to other people like Tony Robbins, people that learn from other people like Tony Robbins started when he was 17 and he learned from Jim Ron which was the biggest life coach back in his era right so when you start at 17 and you learn from a the biggest person out there you have a whole head start right so guys this is what I want you to know I want you to know that you do not need years of personal experience in order to teach others okay you can definitely read a book and change your life change your mindset and be capable to um, guide other people I mean as long as you practice what you read and practice what you preach right so obviously I am practicing what I preach here. So when I talk about relationships, I'm damn practicing what I what I learned because, hey, I don't know how you guys do it. But when you deal with other human beings, it's really hard. And I congratulate you if you're married, if you have kids. I congratulate you with that. Um, those that have been in relationships for years, I congratulate you because it's not easy. Anyway, so I have a strong passion for human beings. And this started when I was a child. I grew up in a big family. I have four brothers and six sisters. And I have two wonderful parents that are still together. And I really love them. I'm literally doing everything for them. So I am the last kid. I'm the last of 11 kids and imagine the household, how crazy it would be. It is like a madhouse. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, I think my household when I was little, 
the thing that really intrigued me, the thing that kind of clicked in my brain was, wait a minute, I am, I think that this was my spirit that was talking, okay? Because I was like, chill, 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 chill. Like, what are we doing here? What is this thing called, you know, human relationship and all these emotions going on? Like, have you guys been in a family party? My family's big, okay? When I say big, it's like there's not just 11 kids. There's uncles, there's cousins, there's um all of them at once, right? And then my siblings have kids. Like I was an auntie before I was born, all right? So imagine. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just going to give you a simple simple thing that I've seen what triggered this thing, this passion that I have about human beings. So we were in a family outing. Well, I'm not going to say reunion, but it was not like an outing, like going on a road trip. Sometimes it's that, right? Because this is repetitive. And when it's repetitive, that's when you say, hold on, we need to figure this out. Um, So when you're with your family, the whole family's in one place, there is a mix of happiness, smile, laughter, which turns into anger, and then you have fights. So imagine you are in this family, like you're a child. I mean, children learn by seeing, by looking at their big brothers and big sisters and either parents, right? Like depending on like how big your family is, you probably look up to your parents. But me, I look up to my siblings and my parents at the same time because I was like, if this is not working, then I'm going to look at what's working, which was my fam- my parents' marriage, right? And I'm like, how does my mom do this? Like, I would go crazy. <laughs> Anyways, so my family parties would always end with a fight. But like now they're grown. Now they know what they want to do in life. Now they know how to handle their anger and their differences. But back then, the thing that triggered me was the constant, you know, we're happy to be with our siblings. We're happy. We laugh and stuff like that. And then boom, someone gets mad. Someone gets angry and name gets thrown at each other and stuff like that. And it's like... Okay, that's how the 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 night ends. Like I'm going to bed. Anyways, so that's what triggered me um to learn more about why my siblings were doing what they were doing. And another thing is that built a lot of childhood traumas, guys, which we're going to talk about in this relationship talk because I think that a lot of people do not talk about it, but I think that it's really important to address these um, childhood traumas. And I'm going to be honest. I love my siblings. I love each and one of them. They're great. They're wonderful. And sometimes when you are an empath, you just attract or not attract. I'm trying to look for the right word. You just absorb their emotions, right? So whenever I saw one of my sisters cry for a man, I would I was like, I would never cry for a man ever in my life. And whenever I saw a divorce in the family, I'm like, I'm never going to get married. Whenever I saw like how, you know, um, 
taking care of a child was hard. I was like, man, do I really want kids? Like, there's just a lot of things that came in my mind. And, you know, the hurt when it starts to, like, grow, you become, like, you try to find a way to not get involved in that because you don't want to get hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt. But I was fascinating by how my siblings would just go back to that child that was not listening and you just love that child and go back to that man that was not like serving them but they just still go back like I had a lot of questions I'm like okay I don't want this but why why are they going back why are they doing what they do and then that's where you know yes there was the childhood traumas but there was also the hunger to know more about why human beings were the way they are. So are you now convinced that I can talk about relationship talk? I don't care if you are convinced or not. I will still do it anyway and stick around because you will learn a lot. I am not going to just talk about singleness in this podcast. That's what I focused on on my blog. I'm going to talk about family. I'm going to talk about friendship. I'm going to talk about kids. I'm going to talk about um, relationship in general, like romantic relationships and talking about romantic relationships. Someone actually asked me a very interesting question that I'm going to answer right now. So the question came from a good friend. Well, he became a good friend. I really don't know this person, (laughs) but he came into my DM and he said, I listen to you when you talk about self-awareness, self-care, you know, all the things that you think someone needs to know about themselves. And then he said something in French, j'aime des tools que tu donnes. (laughs) But I was just wondering if you're just more into self, you know what I mean? Or maybe in the future, you can also talk about couple, how you need to take care of yourself in couple or approach things in general. So my good friend here, he comes to my DM sometimes. And, and you know, when someone is consistently talking about relationships, it's also a trigger for me. It's like a, a buzz thing, like, Ding dong, Vicky, you need to start talking about relationships because people want to know how do you focus on yourself and, you know, put yourself first when you are in a romantic relationship. That's basically his question. Now, to answer to that question, how do you focus on yourself when you are in a relationship? So my answer also applies to when you are married, when you have kids, because I think it's automatically like this, whether you're a male or a female. What I mean by this is that there's a lot of people, some people that are really givers, right? I think when I said, like I started this podcast saying that if you are a giver, this podcast is for you. And what I mean by giver is that whenever you are with someone, you will always focus on making that other person happy. And when that person is not happy, let's say they cheat on you, they go and do something that you are not okay with, you think that you are the issue, like you're doing something wrong. 
right? And this is what I'm going to say. Focusing on yourself means that whether that person goes and do something that you don't like or they don't like or they're no longer interested in that relationship, you need to still focus on yourself. What inspires the other person is actually the confidence that you have within you. If you are confident in yourself, then you will see that person is not going to play around. Confidence is attractive. Confidence is sexy. Okay? There are people out there, all right, when they start to do things that hurt you, let's say cheating. Okay, I'm just going to use cheating as an example, but there's other things like when they do something like they go out and you guys clearly agreed that that person is not going to go out or I don't know, things like that. Anyways, that's that's controlling. You don't want to be controlling in your relationship, but when you focus on yourself and that other person is doing something that you don't like that hurts you, I want you to remember that this has nothing to do with you. The person has their own life story. They have their own pain. They have their own traumas and they have their own battles, right? So when they go out there to cheat, to do something Let them do what they have to do, right? If you want to forgive them, sure. If you want to be with them when they try to fix themselves, then that's on you, boo. But you don't have to stay. I am like the person that's going to slap you if you stay in the relationship that no longer serves you, right? In this podcast, we're going to look at different types of relationships, like situations where I've had to help friends to get out of a long-term relationship. I had to help myself get out of some relationship that I thought that served me but didn't serve me. We're going to talk about all these things and also we're going to talk about nice guys. (laughs) Um, But I don't think that I answered the question. See, I always get sidetracked. Anyway, so to answer that question, how you focus on yourself when you are in a relationship, it's simple. You focus on yourself, all right? Focus on yourself. You still have to consider the other person's um, emotions, but if those emotions become too controlling, let's say, or too much for you, then you have to reevaluate your relationship with that person. For example, let's say I want to have this podcast and my boyfriend is like, well, now you have your podcast. Now you have to plan your podcast. You don't, you no longer have time for me. Okay. We can find time to be together and then I can find time to record my podcast because this is important to me if my boyfriend starts to like tell me it's either your podcast or me then damn right it's gonna be my podcast because I don't believe that we are in an era where human beings stay long enough in someone's um, life like if someone is willing to tell me it's either what you really want to do or me then I'm gonna pick what I really want to do because you have to know exactly what you want from a relationship you want someone that will be supportive in your decision you want someone that wants what's better for you what's best for you because when we look at self-love all right when we look at self-love we look at it in the perspective where we don't just stay the same person 
whether you like it or not, you will change eventually. And if you want to change in life, you better decide to change today. Don't let life change you. All right. So since you are deciding to change and intentionally change, you do not want to change for a person. You want to change because you want to change. You want to have that nice body because you want to have that nice body. Not because your boyfriend cheated with someone that has a nicer body that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm insecure. Now I'm going to go and work out. Now I'm going to go and do surgery and all that. No, no, stop that. Just stop. You want to have that level of self-love where you decide to become better not because someone else is influencing you i mean if that person is influencing you in a better way right and that's where i'm coming from when you are in a relationship you want to be with someone that is inspiring you to become better someone that can speak life into your own life, someone that can help you become better. And again, when you focus on yourself in a relationship, it makes you look confident. And who do not want to be with someone that is confident within themselves? So take whatever I'm saying here and then go and ask someone, do you find confidence sexy? And I'm pretty sure they're going to say yes. Because people do not want to be with insecure people. They don't want to be with someone that has low self-esteem. And if they are with someone that has low self-esteem, they better want that person to be better. If they're there and they use it um, to manipulate you, then you better get out. It's always safer to realize where you are in life because you don't want to be relying on other people to tell you which direction you want to go in life. We are no longer living in that era. We are no longer living in my parents' era where my my dad would decide something and my mom was like, okay, you know? And of course, they're still like together because my mom is the boss in the house. Like, <laughs> I hate um, no comments on that. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this relationship talk. There's going to be more of it. We are going to talk about singleness, but not just that. We are also going to talk about how you prioritize yourself in a relationship without hurting the other person and the things that you must do when you're single. That is my my goal is actually to to help you focus on your singleness because when you focus on something Everything else will come by and you will just be happy about it because everything will just work through. Like, have you been around healthy people? Like, once you're around healthy people, you will find your healthy person. Stop being around people that are just not talking about these things. Anyways, let me know that you're listening. How do you let Victoria know that you're listening? You screenshot this episode and you tag me when you share it. So on Instagram, put it on your story. Let me know what you like about it and tag me at DMRants. I am going to be happy to see that you are listening and I want to get to know you better. So yeah, feel free to ask your questions. If you have relationship questions, I'm here and I will answer them in the DM and I will also answer them in the podcast whenever I have the chance to. Take care of yourself, guys. I love you and keep sharing, keep supporting. Peace out.